someone came and took her lover's life. Johanna, Johanna, where are you now? Could it be you're still here somehow? Johanna, Johanna, where are you now? Is it true you're still here somehow? Ghoulish greetings to every single one of you. Those tunes are courtesy of the lovely Bobby Mackey, and I'm your host, Tessa Morrow. When I lived full-time in Colorado, one of the locations I lived in was in the beautiful San Luis Valley. It's a beautiful place, and it's a place that I've mentioned before, Del Norte, or what some locals say, Del Norte. A tiny mountain town where the mighty Rio Grande River, or what some of us call the Rio Grande, flows right through. While living there, I worked alongside my sister, Casey, my boyfriend, Justin, and my uncle, Charlie, at my mother's business. She's a really unique and talented woman, my mother. She had bought a nice piece of land in town several years back that had old abandoned buildings, and they needed a lot of work. She took on the challenge headfirst and jumped right in. Countless blood, sweat, and tears was poured into that place. She turned basically an eyesore into a beautiful masterpiece. And there it is, the organic peddler on the edge. It was a store that people could go into and buy not only groceries, but gifts for themselves and loved ones. And perhaps a latte in which the customer would then hear my corniest of jokes. Thanks a latte. They'd laugh. <laughs> and then be on their way. Well, several years later, my mother would build a gorgeous cafe attaching it to the store. Many who've traveled through Del Norte may know the property for it looks like a kaleidoscope. Bottles in the walls of the piece of art cafe, absolutely gorgeous. Blue bottles, green, clear, brown, red, small bottles, large bottles, skull-shaped, Buddha-shaped, heart-shaped, whatever kind of bottle you can imagine, it is in that building. Guess it's a place that you kind of have to stop by and admire for yourself. So it is during this time that strange happenings started occurring here at the cafe and the store. Doors would lock on their own. It would be obvious as there would be no customers around. One second it was unlocked and the other it was locked. Many times we'd get reprimanded for being locked during open hours or suddenly we'd hear loud banging at the door only to find an upset mother or a customer unable to get in. My mom says she doesn't remember that, but I'm like, oh, I do. I'd be kind of yelled at about it. (laughs) You know, it was when the cafe was completed Renovation finally done, and she was ready to open the doors for people, people who had long since been waiting for this new place to open up. Some cases, these people had watched my mom build this amazing building, watching the progress and the bottles and the walls get taller and a bit more colorful. Someone from a magazine had wanted to come over and do an article about the new unique bottle cafe and came over to talk to my mom, Kimana and take pictures to put in the article. Well, it was during this time that 
no one but my mom and the photographer were there. Or so they thought. Welcome, Mother, to the podcast once again. Hi, honey. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing very, very good. We're talking about the Organic Peddler and the Pizza Art Cafe spirit. So you have the person there taking pictures, and it was just you two, right? Yeah, it was me and a professional photographer, Jesse Gilmore, who uh, lives up in Crete, and she was doing a photo shoot for a picture that was going to be in the Creed magazine. It was going to be for an ad that we were running. So it was just her and I, and we were in the restaurant, and, you know, she shot several pictures. And then I looked at them, and I chose one, and it wasn't until it actually came out in the ad that I'm looking at it, and I look closer and closer, and I see this image in the back door of a woman and I was like oh my goodness where did where did that come from and how come I didn't see it you know I thought well I wonder because Jesse also shoot pictures for the Creed Theater so I thought and the, and the woman that I was seeing I mean I zoomed in on it and it's very interesting you know she's a very old worldly looking woman and it looks like on her head maybe she has some type of a of a headdress, she has no bangs, her, she, uh, her hair, you know, you can't really see much of her hair in her head, but you can see something that looks like a, maybe head wrap, and in the center of it, it's like a large stone, maybe like a diamond with rays shooting out, and her eyes are just wide open, staring right at the camera, <laughs> and, you know, she's got what, what it looks like, you know, kind of a, a bit of a, her dress doesn't go too low, but low enough, and it looks like maybe no no straps can be seen on this. And then I can't tell because she's behind the table and chairs. So anyway, I'm, I'm like, well, how did this image get in there? I wonder if it's a reflection from one of her photos that she did for the Creed Theater. So I called her up, and I was like, hey, Jesse, you know, I'm looking at this uh, ad, and I see a woman in the back door, and she goes, Kim, I know. I I saw that, and um, she didn't notice it either at first, or she probably would have said, you know, choose a different picture, or what the heck is this? And I said, well, could it be, you know, a flash from one of your other pictures that you've done for the theater? And she said, no. She goes, I've never seen that image before at all. So anyway, then we're both like, well, that is very strange. Well, of course, she became lovingly known as Wendy. I don't remember if you girls named the resident ghost Wendy before or after that. Do you remember, honey? Well, yeah, once we knew this was a woman, we were like, well, we need to name her. And I don't know how we came up with Wendy. Yeah, it was just so many weird different things happening. You know, like, as I mentioned earlier, the doors locking. Or there were times, and I don't think I told you this... But there were actually times where, you know, in the back where the groceries were, those like frozen goods and stuff, and they would, the door to the freezer 
would start opening all by itself and closing and none of the doors would be open. There wouldn't be a wind draft and there would be no customers around. I would literally see it with my own eyes. I would go to the base of the stairs and stand in front of the freezer and I would watch it, the doors open and close all by themselves. And it was really interesting stuff. Um, never a dull moment for sure. No, I guess not. Yeah. I know you both, have, you both have had different experiences there. My big one was just the photographs that actually captured something there, which is, you know, very unique. I mean, it looks so unique. It really looks like a tabloid picture from way back when and something that was photoshopped. But I can tell you, I mean, this woman is, you know, extremely reputable and and I don't, I wouldn't have the capability of doing something like this. <laughs> She's the one that did the whole photography and actually, you know, did the layout for the um, ad as well. So, yeah. yeah, very, very interesting. Yeah, one of my most amazing encounters with this woman was when you had paid me to, and I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, so I'll make it quick, but when you paid me to kind of close up shop... I had been in in the store for all day, doors locked, and I had my food there, so I didn't even leave, and all of a sudden, it was late at night, and I was in the cafe, and the doors were open to the store in the cafe, and all of a sudden, I looked past towards the front desk, and there was a woman standing there, as if she was like a customer. And, you know, for like 15, 16 years, there had been customers there, so it wasn't a rare sight. But we had been closed for several months at that time. And all of a sudden, I look back, and she was gone. And I, I searched everywhere, up and down, and I checked all the windows, the doors, everything, and there was not a single person there. And I didn't hear anybody leaving but it was just really interesting where it's like, wow, there was a woman standing there. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, what did you do, though? Did you walk up to her or did you just no, no. she was gone? <laughs> no, because like I said, like, I, I looked at her. First, it was just like, you know, my peripheral vision. And so I look at her and then um, with my peripheral vision, I see her and I look over at her and she's standing there and I look back thinking, oh, somebody will help her because she's a customer, you know? And then I'm like, well, hello, duh, we're not open. And then that's when I went over there and she was already gone, but the doors were locked and everything. You know me, I watch too much crime TV. So I make sure even during the day, all the doors are locked. And so no, nobody was there at all. It was really interesting. Wow. Yeah. So that's my Wendy story. The only thing that I can say is, you know, my other experience, but it was in the casita, which is right across the driveway from the store. One time, my my friend Lori was staying in there, and she was drumming at the time. She had Jim Bay drum, and she was in there um, and went on the porch, and she just started drumming. And then when she stopped, she said, from inside the casita something started drumming the same lick like that she had just done but so and it wasn't an echo it wasn't like where we live where there's a valley there could be a little bit of an echo yeah it came from inside and something was drumming and wow. she leaped off the porch <laughs> and she told me that because you know you have a ghost in here don't you and I, we heard that from other people, you know, about the casita and the store that they, the people that actually we bought the building from, 
the young man came in after I did the renovation, and he was standing on the other side of that counter, and I said, so what do you think? Because we spent a whole year renovating, and I'm sure he was, you know, he was like <laughs> amazed at yeah. the difference. And then he said, you do know this place is haunted, right? <laughs> and I said, well, I've heard that it was interesting coming from him, the young man that lived there before. Now, me personally, I I never had an, an experience. The only thing I could share with you is the magazine. I know that you girls have, and Lori, who's one of my best friends, she did, and then um, several uh, other people, including the person that lived there before us, that owned the building before us, his son, who when he talked to me, he was in his probably early, mid-20s. And, and a lot of people would say to me, well, you know that building is haunted, and it's like, I, I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. So anyway, that's, that's all I can share with you, my daughter, and it is one of those very interesting phenomenons, isn't it? Yep, it sure is. Well, I really appreciate you taking time out of, I know you were feeding the chickens and goats and kitties and all that. I take, I appreciate you taking time out of feeding all your lovely animals to talk a little bit about Wendy. You are welcome. Well, a big thank you for my mother for joining us. And, you know, her and I aren't the only people who've had experiences. My sister Casey has also had some. She's actually had several, and I would like her to join now as well. Hey, Casey, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. It's been a while. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. Pleasure's all mine. So, Wendy, she's been in our lives for several years. Talk a little bit about some of the things that you've experienced. Yeah, definitely. So, I have experienced different things, and it's been... Normally, they take place in the middle of the night, though there have been other occurrences as well during the day. So sometimes I would stay at the store overnight, and one night I went and I woke up to use the restroom, and I went to go down the stairs, and as I was walking down the stairs, the lights were all off, but I could see three little orbs just kind of swirling amongst each other. And I had never seen that before, only in pictures, so, and I was, I had to kind of shake my head and be like, am I really awake? Am I sleeping? (laughs) But no, I was awake. They were there just swirling amongst each other. And then I kind of tried to jump over them because I was trying to walk down the stairs and they were on the stairs. And I did my best to jump over them. And then they weren't there on my way back. So that was very, very interesting. They were upstairs waiting for you in the bed. Oh, God. (laughs) Probably they could have been in the blankets. and (laughs) Who? (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for that. At least now we don't stay there anymore. So (laughs) I won't have that picture whenever I go to sleep. (laughs) And then also... One time I came back from the movies and I decided to stay there. It was so late. So I went in the door and there was a chime on the side door that we would come in. And then I locked the door and I went to go into the restroom. And then, you know, I was in there like brushing teeth, whatever. And then I heard the chimes on the door and I was getting a little nervous because I know Tessa and my other sister 
had had issues where there was a homeless person and, you know, they were banging on the door and trying to come in. So I was, I was nervous that it was something like that. And I kind of, I got on the ground and I was looking under the door to see if I could see shadows, if anyone was inside, because I was certain that I had locked the door. So I, I didn't see anything though. And I opened the door a little slowly and peeked out and I didn't see anything. So I went back to the door and I locked the door and I turned around and the chimes started ringing again. And I was just like, oh, this is so weird. So I, I was just thinking to myself, okay, you just get upstairs and get in your blankets and (laughs) hope that nothing else happens. And so I went to go turn into the hallway where I, they had refrigerators there and where you would go down and then you would turn and go up the stairs. So I go to turn into that hallway and I see this figure come like rushing at me and it's it's not an actual person so don't worry it's not a there wasn't a homeless person inside the house or anything but it was a translucent figure i could see right through her and she comes rushing right through me i actually felt the the presence you uh, you felt it i felt the presence i felt wendy what we could say is wendy i felt it go right through me so i did a little scream <coughs> exactly like that No, I don't think so. I think it was more like this. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, I guess. (laughs) But all kidding aside, I mean, that must have been terrifying. Yeah. Because you were younger, right? It's not like we were investigating at that time. Right. I was, yeah, I was quite a bit younger. I mean, I was in high school, but I was like, I don't know, maybe 16 or something at the time, I think. Uh, totally caught by surprise and I had you know obviously you don't know something like that's gonna happen and you just pop around the corner and it's like boom it comes rushing at you but yeah that was definitely an interesting experience and then uh, something else that had happened was I had on different occasions I had friends that would stay over at the store with me and so and so one of them she woke up to use the restroom in the middle of the night and she went downstairs, she didn't see anything, like the computer, if she, if it was on, she would have seen the bright light of the computer, but no, it was off on her way down. <laughs> and then when she was coming back up the stairs, she could see that the computer that it was on, and somebody asked, Casey? And she turned around and she saw a, someone sitting there in the computer chair, and the way she described it to me was, that it looked exactly like my mom, as if my mom was sitting there, but, you know, she was, like, looking at the computer. And my mom wasn't there that night, though. My mom was at home 20 or yeah, twenty minutes away, 13 miles away. So she was nowhere near there, and nobody else was there but us. So that was definitely an interesting one. And then something very similar happened to one of my other friends, where she... You know, she went downstairs, came back up in the middle of the night, and yeah, the same thing. She heard the name Casey, (laughs) and they were, it was like a question like, is that you? (laughs) But no, and so neither of them said anything. I think they just ran into the other room as fast as they could, and they were just like kind of terrified to go back to sleep, 
each time because I mean who wouldn't be just hearing a name and it's and it's someone they know is very chilling so yeah absolutely very interesting I had actually heard someone say my name as well before and I asked you know whoever was there with me I said did you did you just call me did you say something and they were like no I didn't I didn't say anything at all I wasn't talking and so there you go I don't know whoever Wendy or the presence that was there they knew me by name <laughs> it is interesting when your name is said you know at least with me when I'm investigating I'm looking for this kind of stuff and it's always neat when your name is said but when you're just a kid trying to have fun with her friends and have a sleepover and your name is being said it's like um no <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, especially if you just have to get up to go pee in the middle of the night. <laughs> Pray you don't pee your pants. Right. <laughs> I know, good thing they just got it out of their system or they might have <laughs> might have been too late for that. And then also I would see things move, like when I was working, I would see things move in the, from the corner of my eye. And there were a lot of things on the shelves that were just mostly like, you know, quite full, chock full of goods, I would sometimes just see things like fall on the ground or I would see things move out of the corner of my eye and I knew that I saw it and, you know, no one was there in that area or I was alone at that time. So it was very interesting and music would turn on. I know once when I was staying there, uh, I was upstairs and I heard the music turn on all by itself and that's <laughs> I was not expecting that. It was, you know, about eight or nine at night and everyone had been gone for yeah, a couple hours and then the music just turns on by itself. <laughs> so someone was wanting to have a party or something. And yeah, that's about it. So those are all my stories for now. So who exactly is this woman, this spirit? Several have seen her, several have had encounters with her. I'd like to know who she really is, who she really was, her real name. So that's about it, you guys. That's the end of this episode. But before I hop off, I want to mention that tomorrow I'm going to be having a bonus episode released. And it's going to be a very special one that you do not want to miss. So please be sure to check that out tomorrow. Did you enjoy this week's episode? Listen to the others, you guys. They are equally awesome. Haven't heard every single episode yet? Oh, no need to cry, my friends. You can binge listen now. Just go to Apple Podcast, Overcast, CastBox, Spotify, Podcast Republic, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio. Basically, you guys, wherever you go to listen to your other awesome podcasts, you'll surely find Paranormal Prowlers Podcast. This week's city shoutouts go out to Altamont Springs, Florida, Shelbyville, Indiana, Raymond, Washington, Portland, Oregon, and Port Huron, Michigan. See you tomorrow. Do not forget the special episode. <laughs>